Let's make today the day you start the business that will change your life. You'll learn how at Income School. Income School is about taking your income into your own hands by creating a website that people will love, building a following, and earning a living online. And now your host, Jim Harmer. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode one of the Income School podcast. I'm excited for today's episode, first because it's episode number one, but also because in this episode, I get to have my lovely wife, Emily, on the podcast with us. Hi. Well, today we're going to tell you the story of how uh, I started a company, started a blog from nothing and got it to where it is today that last year we earned half a million dollars from our business and from zero fans and now we have half a million fans um, that follow me on social media and the the blogs that I've created and we're going to tell you exactly how we got there and some of the lessons we learned along the way. The story starts in 2007. I bought a DSLR camera. I I wanted to be a photographer because it was cold in the city where we were doing our undergraduate degrees. Um, But I I, I just loved photography. It was a new hobby for me. And so I bought bought the camera by Craigslisting off some of my old hobbies. Uh, and then about about a year later, we moved down to Florida where I was a law student. I'd got a full ride scholarship into law school. We were so excited about it. We saved up every penny we could to travel down there. We had you know just a few thousand in our bank account to to make the trip. I got down to Florida a couple days before Emily and our brand new son Ruger, who was only a month old. And I bought a car for us. I, I tried to just find the most reliable car possible. But the guy who sold it to us uh, was a, just a scoundrel snake uh, who did some things to the car to to make it run a little bit more smoothly while we were doing a test drive. And it the car died, what would you say, Emily? Yeah, 20 minutes after we bought it? Yeah, it was pretty soon. No. I, I picked you up from the airport and it was chugging to, to its death. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty hot too, so it wasn't very fun. And then we ended up getting... A little bouncer for Ruger because he all he could do was cry during this whole time and then we brought the bouncer home and it had poop on it and that was like the last straw from for us but then yeah, it was like our our last 20 bucks we <laughs> go to Walmart and we bought two things we bought a bag of fish sticks because it was on sale and we bought a baby bouncer and so we bring these two things like our literally our last dollars home <laughs> and the the brand new baby bouncer that we bought from Walmart somebody must have returned it as a joke it had just a huge load of poop right in the middle of this baby bouncer that we bought for our little son and then we had a bag of cold fish sticks and they remained cold because there was no microwave in the hotel room and so for the two weeks we were in the hotel room we literally survived on cold fish sticks that were thawing and wet <laughs> because there was no refrigerator and our son slept in a car seat uh, he's just crying all the time and we were destitute it was is just something we never expected could have had to happen to us we we're college educa- educated we'd planned for this uh but we were pretty down and out. Yeah, but through a lot of prayer and, you know, waiting the trial out a little bit, we ended up getting into this really beautiful apartment that was just a major blessing from heaven. And 
uh, the the place was beautiful, but we did realize that Jim still had no job and we still had no food. So <laughs> yeah, fortunately, we had parents that were able to to help us to get a little apartment. Uh, it was an embarrassing experience for me because you know I was trying to provide for a family. I I'd got my college education and there were just no jobs. I I applied for hundreds of jobs literally and the, i mean this was 2007 2008 and there were just no jobs in this little city i, I tried everything nothing was beneath me i'd take any job i could find uh, i applied to work at a women's shoe store which i would have been <laughs> terrible at if you know my personality it just wouldn't have worked well but i was desperate um and i ended up getting a job at the at a dollar store in naples florida and my manager was just a jerk, tried to cheat me out of, of getting paid a few times. Uh, it, was, it was just horrible. It was a terrible time. But, uh, you know, every day I'd kneel down and I'd just pray for something to work out for our family. And uh, what I didn't understand at the time was every day I'd pray for my situation to change. I'd go to the dollar store and I'd work all night long uh, stocking the shelves and I didn't know at the time that I was already receiving the blessing that we were asking for because while I was at the dollar store, I had a lot of time to listen to podcasts. Um, and that's really what started me online. I started listening to Internet Business Mastery, which then linked me over to Pat Flynn. And I started reading Pat Flynn's blog. I say reading, but I really mean devouring. I mean, I memorized all those blog posts and did. I mean, it was just like... To me, it, there, it was a light at the end of the tunnel. It was that just there was something there that, you know, it, it's actually possible for me to make my own money without an, an, without a huge investment. And that was, uh, that was just really promising for me. It gave me a little bit of hope. But then my little iPod that Jim was using for the to listen to his podcast ended up corroding because <laughs> Florida was so humid and mm-hmm. we didn't really take care of things or it got wet or something like that i don't at remember. the beach the tide rose a little bit quicker <laughs> than I thought it was. so he didn't have any more podcasts to listen to but he did learn quite a bit from what he had heard and he took advantage of that and started writing his first ebook which if you think about it was a little bit dumb because i mean literally i'd had a camera for like eight months and i you know i was really into it i'd read all the photography blogs but um you know in my first ebook i just really shared what i had learned i was certainly not a camera expert i was certainly no professional photographer but i had learned quite a bit about the way the camera worked and so in the ebook i just shared what i had learned and just the other day actually am i found uh that ebook that original ebook in a in a word document and it was horrible i mean <laughs> i we poured our heart and souls into it it, it was a combined project because i mean i was writing the stuff but you know you were looking through it with me and helping design the the pdf and and yep. editing I remember it looking for, me. for those ink blotches off of for some free Oh uh, yeah, Adobe that's right. Adobe brush, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd forgotten about that. Well, we decided we were going to quote unquote launch this ebook, uh, which we didn't really have an we didn't have an audience at all. Uh, in college, I'd done a little bit of web design, so I make just made just a static 
HTML web page uh, that, you know, I hard coded, like actually typing in IMG SRC, you know, doing the CSS. I hadn't heard, even heard of WordPress at this point. And so I made this little two page website uh, that I was pretty proud of. In fact, if you want to see the original design for my website, you can go to incomeschool.com slash old school and you can see the old uh, the old site um, but I, we put up the ebook as a PDF using eJunkie to, to distribute it and I called into Leo Laporte's podcast the the tech guy podcast and I called in with a question that was legitimate but I also wanted to give a little plug for my new book and uh, it, that was just such an exciting day because uh, you know it was heard on the radio and in the podcast and Two, we made 200 bucks that week of people that, that heard about it from his show and went over and bought my ebook for $7. And, and that was just an exciting time. It was exciting, but Jim was actually hoping for something more. Jim has really high hopes. And it was surprising when he didn't get more money than that because he really actually truly believed that that was his thing and he was going to make millions off of that ebook. <laughs> well, not quite, but it, it took a few more failures after that, didn't it? Um, so it, after that $200, it just dive-bombed. I, I mean, just zero sales after that first week. But we had at least seen that it was possible. I mean, like this internet thing, like you could actually earn money uh, after all the podcasts that I'd been listening to. Well, in 2010, during the summer, uh, the Smart Passive Income with Pat Flynn, who I owe a lot to. Uh, he's, he's somebody that, I mean, he taught me to do how I, what I'm doing. And he started his podcast. He had the blog first, but then he started the podcast. And so I, I loved every single episode uh, of the Smart Passive Income podcast and, and listened to Leo Laporte and Internet Business Mastery and others and, and really tried to learn everything I could. I started teaching adult education classes. So at, at the local high school... In the evening, adults would sign up for a class, pay 20 bucks, and come down and learn. And so I'd teach photography. And that really opened up a lot of possibilities for me. One, because it kind of got me in touch with people. And two, it, I could tell the people in my adult ed classes, I could say, you know, I would teach what the aperture is on their camera uh, during one session. And then six weeks later, it was a new session of the class. So people would come in and they'd say, what's the aperture? And I was like, oh, man, I got to explain this again. <laughs> and so I just made one page of my website teaching what the aperture was. And, and this is the time that I had switched to WordPress uh, was... Uh, I guess that was in February of 2011, but I, I started making a little bit, a little bit more resources on my website for the people in my adult ed classes. And I remember looking at my Google Analytics. That's free statistics from Google that shows you how many people go to your website. I remember looking on there one night and seeing. What? There were a hundred people that went to my website today. I don't have a hundred people in my adult ed class. I have 20 people in my class. How is that possible? And so I started looking and it was just the most eye-opening thing in the world to see there were people from Abu Dhabi and and Germany and, and Africa, people from all over the world who that day had somehow made it to my website uh, and learned photography. Just and, because they searched what he had written on his website because he was answering a generic question like, what is Aperture? It's fulfilling a need for everybody. And so that's how they were finding you. Yeah. And 
I mean, that was just so exciting. I can remember Emily and I, we'd sit by the by the computer and you can turn on the real-time analytics in Google and you can just watch like, bing, somebody's on a new page and you, how long are they going to be there? What are they going to click? It was just so exciting. Um, and so at the, at about this time, we I started to make more eBooks. I, I produced a couple of them and uh, put them up online. One I put up for free uh, to get people to sign up for my email list and such. Um, but I also put them out on smashwords.com and th- what it does is it basically distributes your ebook out to multiple services to the Sony ebook reader and the Kobo and the Nook and now it does to the Kindle but it didn't at the time and so i put it up on there and i checked every day diligently to see if anybody bought the book and nothing 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 and i got pretty discouraged with it and eventually just stopped checking i was still writing on my website but i, I pretty much just stopped checking and uh, then there was one night that uh, kind of changed everything. Uh, I was sleeping on the couch and Jim woke me up and he kneeled down by me and he says, Em, I need you to come look at the computer for me for a second. And I was totally confused, kind of half asleep. And I looked over there and he showed me this number. It, I don't know. It was like $1,000. $935.27. I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, is that real? And I said, w- is what real? <laughs> and he said, that number, is that real? Is that our money? And I looked at it and I said, well, it looks like this is your account. It looks like it's legitimate. And yeah, where did you get it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because to us, especially then, I, I mean, living on student loans and just scrimping and saving through law school. I mean, some people talk about frugal. Emily and I, we are frugal. So to see this amount of money was just unreal for us. And, uh, and it was just such an exciting night, but I remember we talked to each other quite a few times that night and just saying, well, let's not get our hopes up. Let's <laughs> wait and see if the check actually comes before we do anything. But we started looking at it and we eventually decided that check was actually going to come and it did. Um, and that, that really, I think if there was any turning point anywhere along this story, it was probably that. Do you think? Yeah. It's when Jim really realized that it was possible to earn money online. So uh, from that, I just started just cranking out eBooks. I, I mean, just pushing them out. And we eventually, I think I wrote six eBooks uh, about that time, just one after the other. They were only like 55 pages long. Why not 60 pages long? Because I didn't have anything else to share. I was just stretching to try to write everything I could. I was trying to produce a good product, but my, my photography knowledge was very, very limited. Which, you know, I think is kind of commendable of you because it with the blog industry, it's kind of nice and refreshing to get somebody who's not a know-it-all. And it's... It's legitimate information if you're learning it along with your people, and I think that's pretty valuable. Yeah, in fact, I, I one thing I'm doing right now is I'm learning archery. I, I've just been really into archery. Our whole family is. We all have bows, even the little boys. And uh, I, I've been trying to find good resources online to learn archery, but that's the problem. It, it's all like know-it-alls who are talking about like professional archery and stuff, but I'm just looking for somebody who's a 
good archer and can share me what they're share with me what they're learning because then they talk on my level they know the questions that beginners have and they don't use jargon that, without explaining it so sometimes finding a beginner is a great resource for creating a website if you're a beginner in a topic that's not necessarily a bad thing at all so anyway I, I felt like a little bit of a fraud but but I can see what you're saying it definitely can be helpful and so we we made made these websites or we made these ebooks and then uh, in on February 14th that's Valentine's Day uh, 2011 we had a very romantic <laughs> a very romantic Valentine's Day because that is the day that I installed WordPress on my website I I heard about it on on one so of the So that's ep- where you were when we were supposed <laughs> to be on a date right. <laughs> <laughs> When I sneaked off into the bathroom yeah I had my laptop <laughs> Um, well, I'd heard about it from Pat Flynn's podcast about uh, WordPress and how it made it so much easier to publish articles without worrying about the technology. So I installed WordPress and I I started uh, that day. Somebody had mentioned on the podcast that you should write a blog post every day for six months. And so I did it. I started writing a blog post every day. And at the end of every blog post was like heavy hint, buy my ebook. <laughs> um, and, it, and it worked. We, we made quite a bit of money that year. Which is kind of uh, important to mention also that he wrote every day because it was like sometimes two in the morning and I was exhausted and I said, I have to go to bed. And he would just be laboring away until he got that article written. So, yeah, and, and, and during law school too, like a laptop up, looking at the professor, but writing photography blog, blog post. Like it was, I mean, those, you got to hustle, especially in the beginning. But when we were desperate, when our back was against the wall, uh, it's amazing what you can crank out when you really, really want it. Do you remember that quote that kind of to kind of guided you in that direction? The about the army laboring, toiling upwards in the night. Oh yeah, it was a uh, was it a Longfellow quote? Yeah, that uh, the heights by great men reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight, but they, while their companions slept, were toiling, toiling upwards up. in the night. <laughs> That's a good memory. I, uh, I I had forgotten about that quote. I'm glad you remembered that. I remember I, I even had that as the background on my computer. That you know, Every time I was writing, I just decided, you know what? I'm not going to live my life working at the dollar store, and I'm sick of not being able to provide well for my family. And so every time I wrote something... You know, I I didn't really know that I could uh, become a millionaire on it, but I did think I could earn the next dollar that I needed for my family. And so one blog post after the other, you know, trudging them out there, uh, each little one, every little blog post was bringing one more person from Africa, one more person from Australia to the website uh, that had typed into Google the keywords for, for that article. And so, you know, slowly, trickle by trickle by trickle, there was no flood at all. Uh, but little by little, uh, it brought those people in, and I had lo- lots of products for them with the ebooks. Well, the ebook business became pretty regular. And uh, in, in our first full year of running the, the business, we made $80,676. Uh, that was in 2011. And almost all of that came from, from ebooks. I just had a lot of ebooks out there. And, and that was, I mean, $80,000 in a year 
ka-ching! We were just so excited. And, you know, we talk about it as, as exciting now, but like then it was just like hope for our family that we could, you know, eventually buy toys for our kids and just live a comfortable life. Uh, that, was, that was really promising for us. So then after he realized that the ebooks were working, he kind of got antsy because Jim likes to be innovative and think <laughs> of new things. But he decided that he wanted to uh, put something up for a class. He wanted to teach a class because he thought, well, he had this idea. Maybe it would make some money. And so he just came downstairs one day and said, I'm going for it. I'm going to just put this up and hopefully somebody starts to buy this beginner photography class that he hadn't even made yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, and that's one thing I'd heard about online marketers doing is uh, creating a sales page and selling a product, and then if enough people buy it, then you make the product. You know, you know, you tell them when they buy it that you know the products can be out in two weeks or something like that. So I decided, okay, I'm going to do it. And so about two weeks before the start of the next month, I put up that sales page and I just said, okay. Every day for a month, I'm going to send you a video lesson. I'm going to record a little video teaching a different photography technique. And then if you have any questions about photography during the month, you just email them to me and I'm going to, going to tell you what I know. And so I put it up and in 45 minutes, we, oh no, it was in, it was a couple hours the first time. The first time we put it up and in a couple hours, we sold 60 classes at $100 each. So it was $6,000. Uh, and I, that was just so exciting. I mean, it's just wonderful times. Um, it sold and we capped it. We were like, whoa, there's no way I can take more than 60 students, which now is kind of funny. Um, but we, we did it. And so every day before I'd go off to law school and break my brains over the books, I would go downstairs and I'd, somehow I'd figure a way to record a photography class in my living room and uh, put it out there and I'd write a write a little tutorial for people and email it out just using my Gmail account, just email it out to my students. And, and I, you know, I wish I could find that list of those original students and just give them their money back because it was a terrible class in retrospect, but I was trying so hard and I did everything I could to make them happy. And fortunately, I, I got a group of really kind people to me uh, that were uh, patient with me in that in that first month of the class. Well, the second month, we decided, okay, we're going to put it up again, and this time we're going to up our cap to 70 students this month, and it sold out in 45 minutes, and this was just crazy. Uh, we made $7,000 in 45 minutes. I mean, it was just wild. We'd just, you know, put it up there, put it on the Facebook page for the group that we, you know, we'd built up just a few thousand people on Facebook, and we said, all right, I'm taking on just 70 students. It's going to be limited. And it's last month it sold out. So here it goes. And we just sat there for an hour refreshing PayPal and just watching the money roll in. So exciting. And so we, I taught that class that month. And then law school was really getting busy. And I had an internship um, be, as a, at the county prosecutor's office prosecuting crimes and uh, it was just too busy. I, I couldn't do it. So we hired some help to help us teach the class. So I, I had the content for the class, but when students would email in with questions, they would they would get it from from an employee. And so we, we did that for uh, quite a while. And that was great to get us through law school. I was just writing blog posts and we had an employee to to handle all the answering of the questions. And so things rolled on and 
month after month, we started building out more online classes and we accepted more and more and more students. And we got to the point that it was bringing in, you know, about $30,000 a month. And uh, that was towards the end of my last year of law school. And so we, we realized, okay, you know, <laughs> is that morning that I rolled over and said, honey, you know that thing that we've been starving and saving and scrimping and saving for for the last three years? I think I'm not going to be a lawyer. I, I think I'm going to be a blogger. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty big decision, but we sure are glad that we took it. And one of the things that you mentioned, Jim, earlier was that you answered every email and every Facebook post on your on your page, excuse me. And that is one of the selling points that you have for your business. But that's the great thing about online businesses is that you can just be so creative and think of new ways to earn money because first it was the ebooks for Jim. And then second, he got people to start emailing questions to him and he answered their emails and now he's answering their Facebook. And then now it was the classes and that's been going on for us for quite a while. And now we're thinking, well, there's got to be other things that we can do to earn money. And so let's rack our brains and try to think of something new. So there are endless possibilities when you start an online business. Yeah, there really are. And, and we learned some of that this, this last fall. Uh, our class sales had really kind of gotten stagnant. You know, we'd been doing them for three years. Um, and even though our, our, our audience is increasing dramatically uh, over this time, you know, the sales just started to get a little bit stagnant. We thought, you know, maybe they're just looking for something different than what we're offering. Maybe that, the, the online classes were a great offering then. And, and I, I say were, I'm talking about it in, as in past tense. It's still the primary source of our income is these online classes. But but uh, we saw other possibilities. And so we, well, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to mention that it is a little bit of a trial and an error to figure out what's going to work for you though. Definitely. Because you did start the, when you started the two po- two Photoshop classes, mm-hmm. you thought they were just going to sell wildly and mm-hmm. they didn't. And for some weird reason, it just didn't work out. So we had to go back to the, square one and think, well, our classes are making money, but making more classes isn't really the answer. So what is the answer to draw the people in again and keep them there? That, that's a good point that uh, we just kind of got into the into the mode that, you know, classes make money, make more classes, make more money. <laughs> was it really hard? <laughs> that again (laughs) i think it was kind of a one-time thing but that was kind of our that was our business strategy and we learned that class proliferation was not what was going to to take the business to the next level we needed to come up with new and innovative things again like we did in the first place and so we created a digital download of products for photographers and we made it incredibly cheap you know all of the internet marketing wisdom is is to double your price so that you're the cream of the crop of the market uh that's something that i hear all the time and you know sometimes that works that's not a bad strategy but sometimes you know you just got to be a little bit innovative and so I made this bundle of products for photographers, digital digital products, something they could download with the video training and all kinds of things in it. And uh, I, I told Emily, I said, Em, 
I think I'm going to sell this for 40 bucks. And I remember you were like, what? It's <laughs> like $200 at least. Yeah, it was it was pretty cheap. And sometimes going too low kind of devalues your product. Yeah, you can definitely do it wrong. And I think there was a good chance that we were going to do it wrong. But it was just kind of an experiment. And so we put it up for sale. And 48 hours later, we had earned over $150,000 in 48 hours. Uh, and that really gave us another surge that we needed, just something else to, to see new opportunities um, and to new, new places that we could attack. Well, well, the business is, is going you know, better than ever now. I'm working in, my, in our spare bedroom now and, uh, and just every day producing new content, trying to think of new things. And what I love about, about the work that I do, the, the job that I have, I, I did become a lawyer. I did finish law school. But what I, what I like about blogging is that I can use my mind to create money instead of just my time. Uh, and for me, for my personality, that is what keeps me alive. I mean, I just felt, feel like when I'm working for and by the hour for somebody that just my soul is being sucked from me or when I don't have the, the authority in a business to, to make up a new solution. I remember thinking when I was working at the prosecutor's office, just thinking there were so many systems that, I, oh, I, I could have improved this. Why are we doing it this way? It takes so much longer. But, you know, I, I was the intern. Nobody cared. And so, I mean, that, that kind of thing is just soul-sucking to me when I feel like I can't use my creativity uh, however I want to. And, and I wouldn't necessarily consider myself an, uh, any more creative than anybody else, but I, I do have more of a need to use it. It's just, it means a lot to me to be able to think of new things. Uh, that, that's what makes me happy. And so w when I can think of a new strategy for my business, implement it, and then refresh PayPal a hundred times that day and see the fruits of my labors, like it just makes me feel alive. And that, that's what I love about the work they're doing. The income is, is wonderful. You know, we've been able to buy a house with cash and buy our, our cars with cash and, and now pay off law school and be totally debt-free just a year and a half after graduating from law school. Uh, it, it, those kind of things have been amazing. And to, you know, me knowing that Emily can take the kids to, to do things and buy toys for them when they need them, like that makes me feel good as a father and as, as a husband, but also just the creativity of being able to create new things every day. Uh, it, it's been perfect for me. Yeah, it's really, it's really just taking, it's all about just taking control of your entire life, you know, just fixing that one problem that most everybody has is their income. Yeah, and I guess our, our invitation to you uh, from from listening to this podcast today, I, I hope you didn't feel like it was too much self-indulgence and just talking about ourselves and our story. Uh, the story, the lesson that we want you to get from it is, you know, if you feel at least in any way uh, like our situation that we, we just couldn't be the family that we wanted to be because we're so focused on not having the resources to do it. And, and and I felt like I needed to be man and be a man and and bring home money for the family. And so I worked my guts out every day 
to to earn that money, and I just couldn't be the husband and father that I wanted to be because I was so focused on I've got to go perform in school and become a good lawyer and spend my time and trade my time for dollars, uh, and, and and the business has has really made a big difference for our family. So so if you feel that at all, if you if you at all want to to make that for you for you and for your family, then our invitation is to start today and start your blog. You can go to incomeschool.com slash start. And it's 10 pages, 10 blog posts right there that I walk you step by step by step through exactly the 10 things I would do today to start a blog and save those multiple years of just not working efficiently and not bringing home the income that we wanted. And we have been seriously blessed. So sometimes it doesn't work out, but if... We really do feel that it is possible for anybody if they put the time and effort into it because like we said, it was not easy work for Jim. He really did stay up many, many, many late nights and he was really working his guts out. So it's not easy, but it is possible. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of the podcast. If you're ready to get started, incomeschool.com slash start. That's my four-year education of trial and error in 10 blog posts. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks for joining me on the podcast, Emily. It was fun having you on here. (laughs) We'll see you in the next episode. When you're serious about launching your website, check out Jim's free step-by-step tutorials at incomeschool.com. Income School is a production of Improv Photography, LLC. Any opinions expressed by guests and callers do not reflect those of Improv Photography, LLC. Results mentioned not typical. Some links mentioned are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Some calls simulated. Improv Photography, LLC is not a law firm and does not give legal or tax advice. Always seek the advice of a competent licensed CPA or lawyer licensed in your jurisdiction before making business decisions.